to the $100 MBA show, helping businesses all around the globe every single day with our daily 10-minute business lessons for the real world. I'm your host, your coach, your teacher, Omar Zenholm. I'm also the co-founder of Webinar Ninja, an independent software company I started with my co-founder back in 2014. And in today's episode, we discuss, can you future-proof your business? Is there a way for you to make sure your business will survive whatever comes in the future? Is there a way to make sure your business can endure whatever comes your way in the future? What are some things you can do to mitigate some risks, to increase your likelihood to not be around just for five years or 10 years, but for 100 years? Is there a way for you to figure out where things are going or to prepare for worst case scenarios? Well, that's what we get into in today's episode. I'm gonna share with you some strategies to make sure you got a plan of action. As the leader of your business, this is your job to think about the future, to think about how to protect your business from whatever comes your way. So let's get into it. Let's get down to business. Support for today's show comes from Sleeper. Sleeper is a fantasy sports app that was founded with the intention of connecting people through sports. It features fantasy NFL, NBA, and LCS League of Legends. You're given total control over the league and the draft experience. For those who know me know that I love NBA basketball. This is why I'm so pumped about this app. Sleeper is free and has no ads and has a clean, modern user interface. Plus, integrated chat allows you to interact with league mates more. Download Sleeper for the best fantasy sports experience available. See for yourself why millions have made Sleeper the fastest growing fantasy platform. If you're new to fantasy sports, try out Sleeper's new matchmaking feature to find a league and get started. Let's get right into answering today's question. Can you 100% future-proof your business? Of course, the answer is no, you can't 100%. But very little in life is guaranteed 100%. Your success in your business today is not guaranteed 100%. There's always going to be a margin of error. But it doesn't mean we don't try. It means that we got to prepare and mitigate our risks. We got to do whatever we can to help improve our chances for whatever comes in the future. This became obviously important with COVID-19, right? With this pandemic, so many businesses had to shut down or pivot or change or move industries to stay alive. And it's not just the pandemic, it's innovation. At one time, owning a cabbie medallion in New York City was a great investment. After Uber, not so much. So let's set ourselves up for the highest possible rate of success. There are two parts to this. There's short-term planning and long-term planning. And when we say short-term, we're talking about for the next five to 10 years. And long-term, we're talking about 10, 20, 30, 50, 100 years. And there's going to be certain things, certain decisions that you're going to make when creating and running your business that are really going to dictate or help you future-proof your business beyond 10 years. One of them is just the industry you're in, the market you're in. A lot of people don't talk about this, but the level of your success is often greatly dependent on the market you're in. Some markets are just tried and true. They're markets that are just basic human needs and wants that we've all have wanted or needed throughout history. Some of these are like healthcare, education, security or protection like the military. 
entertainment, right? We all want to be entertained. Food and beverage, people need to eat, people need to drink. That's why so many people think it's so easy to start a restaurant as their first business because, hey, everybody's got to eat, right? Now, with stability or high demand also comes high, you guessed it, competition. The medical field, the medical industry, whether it's medical devices or medicine or even the service of medicine like doctors and nurses, highly competitive space. The same goes with the restaurant industry. This is why you'll often hear the advice to find a in-demand market in some of these industries, for example, but to focus on a specific niche in the market so you're not really competing with the giants. A good example of this is Lululemon. Clothing is a basic need, right? Fashion is a part of our lifestyle. But Lululemon focused on a specific type of clothing, athletic wear. And beyond that, they niched even more down. We're not just any kind of athletic wear. We're high quality athletic wear. And a big chunk of their business is focused on athletic wear that's high quality that is around the sport of yoga. So Lululemon is a brand that can foreseeably be around for 100 years. Yes, they'll have challenges. Yes, markets will change. And even the style and fashion will change, but they can adapt to that. And because they niche down, they became a big brand. They're well known for this niche. So this is one of the best ways to future-proof your business with the product itself, making sure that you're in an in-demand market, but you niche down. Let's talk about short-term planning to make sure that you're future-proofed. Well, one of the things that you can do right now that's super, super simple that we do in our business is creating a what-if document. And we list a bunch of what-ifs. What are what-ifs? Well, it's exactly what it sounds like. What if this happens? What if that happens? And we basically write down all our worries, our threats, things that might happen. What if a competitor copies our uh, features? What if... The market shifts in this way. What if we currently charge in this currency and that currency plummets? What if, what if, what if? And the point of this what ifs list is not to worry you. It's not to make you feel horrible. It's for you to put everything down so it's documented. So you have a record of what could happen. And then we order it in the uh, order of urgency, like this can possibly happen in the near future. And then every time we meet, we try to go through and answer these what ifs. What will we do? What can we do? What can we do today to work towards a solution? Maybe a solution to one of these what ifs is going to take three years. But let's get started on it so that three years later, it's not a problem anymore. We also revisit this list often because sometimes these what ifs are irrelevant. For example, you might say, what if the market we're in is just a fad and it's no longer a trend? Two years in, you're going to be like, well, we're still going strong. That's not a fad. That is a new habit. That is a new behavior in the marketplace. So this is super, super helpful in organizing your contingency plans, regardless of what you think may or may not happen. Another piece of advice that I recommend that a lot of people don't talk about is the financial risk of the future. Now, I'm not a financial advisor. I highly recommend you speak to a financial expert, an accountant, somebody who's certified. But in my experience, it's often helpful to take money off the table from your business. Too many businesses 
reinvest all their money back in their business. This is okay when you're first getting started in your first couple of years, but once you start growing, you need to start having some sort of safety net for a rainy day to take care of salaries, to take care of damaged goods or damaged, uh, you know, maybe equipment that you need to, to create your product. You never know what's going to happen. Your office might collapse because of a hurricane and natural disasters are not covered in your insurance. The point here is, is that you are in a better situation if you have some cash reserves. Why does Apple literally have billions in the bank? A lot of people think, oh, why does Apple have all that money in the bank? You know, inflation is crazy. They're not making any money off of it. In fact, when you have billions in the bank, it costs you money to run a bank account, right? The, the, the bank will charge you for managing all that kind of money. They do it because cash reserves are really important to hedge your bets. Now, you may not have billions in the bank, but 40, 50, 60, $100,000 is good, a good amount of runway for you. Having four, five, six months of payroll in your bank account will be really handy when something like a pandemic hits or a financial crisis. You know, a lot of people think that they'll just borrow money. Well, sometimes that's not an option. So having some buffer is actually quite helpful. Find your number and then, hey, reinvest the rest or take that money, invest it otherwise. That's up to you. But the point here is, is that save for a rainy day is solid advice. I got more on today's topic, but before that, let me give love to today's sponsor. Webinars. We know how well they work to generate new business for coaches, consultants, and other creators. We know that online marketing is 10 times more powerful when you add webinars to your campaigns. But what's the right platform to use? What's the easiest? Which platforms can integrate webinars seamlessly into the rest of your marketing infrastructure and do it all at the right price? Take a look at our very own Webinar Ninja the user-friendliest webinar platform ever. Create live, automated, series, and hybrid webinars. Make them free or charge for valuable lessons. Send automated emails to promote your webinar and follow up for more conversions. Showcase your unique value and do it all without the hassle and stress of navigating pain-in-the-butt software. Try Webinar Ninja absolutely free at WebinarNinja.com and see just how easy and powerful webinars can be. That's WebinarNinja.com for a 14-day risk-free trial. To wrap up today's lesson, it's impossible for you to make sure 100% without a shadow of a doubt your business will survive no matter what comes your way in the future. But you can mitigate risks. You can be prepared. You can make sure as much as possible you're not blindsided. And this is going to help you sleep better at night. It's going to allow you to feel like, okay, I'm ready for whatever the world sends my way, you know, as I run and build this business. I can make sure that my team is protected, that I'm protected. And at the very least, I will feel content that, hey, I've done everything I can to protect the future of my business. Thanks so much for listening to The $100 MBA Show. If you love today's episode, let us know in a rating and review. Drop us a rating and review on your favorite podcast app. Also, smash that subscribe button, follow button, whatever it says on your podcast app so you get our next episode automatically. Before I go, I want to leave you with this. I recommend you write your what-if list away from your office or away from your desk, maybe even on a paper and pen uh, at a park. Get out of your environment. You know, Think outside the box a little bit. You know, sometimes when you get out of the box, you think outside the box. But the point here is, is that 
What this does is it gets you out of your element a little bit, it gets out of your environment, and uh, allows you to remind yourself, hey, this is hypothetical, this is not going to happen for sure, these bad things, but uh, let's think big here a little bit, let's plan ahead. I know that has helped me when working on these types of lists. Thanks so much for listening, I'll check you in tomorrow's episode, Q&A Wednesday. I'll see you then. Take care.